I speak in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This is a very special and delightful occasion. And I'm very conscious of the fact that we received many guests coming as from far afield to be here this morning at the unearthly hour of 8 a.m. <laughs> so for those who've made those journeys, thank you very much for being here. It means a great deal to us. And please make this place your home. At the request of the Bishop of Haiti, and with the permission of the Bishop of Virginia, we find ourselves as the venue for a deeply serious work, the work of receiving Guimont into holy orders as a priest of the church. Guimont, a child of God from Haiti, an accountant, a survivor of the earthquake, a person deeply committed to interfaith work and reconciliation, and a student of Virginia Theological Seminary, is to become a priest in God's church. Given that this is a key element of the mission of this place, and the questions of ecclesiology and holy orders are endlessly discussed, it might be felt that there's not much to say. <laughs> but allow me just a few moments to give us a GOE-type review. What is the significance of this moment? I am grateful that we have several members of the faculty who are lay. These are the faculty who stress that baptism is its own commission for ministry. We've all heard Dr. Kimball repeatedly tell us that we are baptized for life. And all Christians are called to live out the baptismal covenant, to witness and preach the gospel, to participate in the work of the church, to instruct those who do not know, to struggle for justice and participate in the daily office. A layperson can preach and teach. So let's be clear. It is a sin to think a priesthood as being better or more important. We are all called. We all have a role to play in the body of Christ. Ephesians explains that some are granted a particular gift to play a particular role a role that often involves leadership and involves the gathered people of God and the work of a sacramental ministry. Notice the role in the text is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Our task is to make the baptized even stronger, even more effective.
We succeed when those around us succeed. In the end, priesthood is not about us. Priesthood is about the church of God. A congregation that thrives when the priest isn't there is the goal of good ministry. And what are the qualities of such a leader? We come to the famous Good Shepherd narrative of John's Gospel. A distinction is made in the text between the hired hand, who simply has a job, and the shepherd, who loves the sheep and cares for the flock. This image for priesthood comes to us through the word pastor. Now, inevitably, our seniors are thinking of their first position. And it's easy to lapse unthinkingly into career language and images. But to think of priesthood as a career is to become the hired hand. Once things get difficult, and difficult they will get, the career-minded priest will run away, while the shepherd does not because the shepherd cares for the sheep. The vision you have in this gospel is the priest as a person utterly focused on the hard work of service, living out of a place of love, and modeling a commitment to the faith that is authentic and deep. But this is hard. And so we come to the call narrative of Isaiah. Holiness is love undefiled. Love in all its elegant glory. And any encounter with holiness is disturbing because it exposes our egotism, our selfishness, our trivial preoccupations, and vain conceits. And so the focus of the narrative is disturbing. It draws attention to our unworthiness. But note the paradox. This unworthiness becomes the basis for the call. Our call is grounded in our frailty. Our call is grounded in our sense of God's forgiveness. Our call is grounded in our deep need to stay close to the divine for our own well-being. A proper sense of our inadequacy ensures that we ground our lives in Christ to provide us with the strength to do this holy work. Brothers and sisters, ministry is hard in the 21st century. We live in an age where discipline and habit are disappearing. If the service doesn't feed us, if it doesn't make us feel closer to God, then we'll just stop going. If church is inconvenient, then we'll skip it. 
Episcopalians have been so endlessly reassured of how loving and accepting God is, they'll happily take the summer off and at least two Sundays a month. <laughs> asking Episcopalians to create daily space for God is like asking them to learn Chinese. A puzzled look comes across their face. This is the challenge of ministry today. So today, as we hear these readings, our task is to live out of our own encounter with God, with our own sense of inadequacy. Our task is to live the disciplines of faith in our own lives. We do attend, we do give, we do pray. Our task is to love like a pastor all those in our orbit. And our task is to recognize the goal is always the church, the baptized, those who, in, those who day in and day out are doing their bit to advance the kingdom. Grimond, today we entrust you with these tasks. Our responsibility is to pray for you. We ask that God might bless and grant you a long and effective ministry. And we commit to doing everything we can to support you in this responsibility and these tasks. Amen. <laughs>